slam dunks, toss-ups, and uh-ohs. All of that on the Rams schedule coming up on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. My name is Travis Rogers. I host Locked on Rams as well as hosting the Rams pre and post game show on their flagship station ESPN Los Angeles. Don't forget to click that subscribe button that we get Locked on Rams every single day. Don't forget to subscribe to our Locked on Rams YouTube channel as well. You will get that every single day as well. And of course, all of this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I want to talk a little bit about the Rams schedule. Uh, obviously, it's been out for a little bit, but just as we get a little bit closer, we can kind of break this down into three categories. And I want to talk about the slam dunks, kind of the toss-ups and the uh-ohs that this is a game that going into it, at least on paper and at least at this point in the season, feels like maybe you're going to have to catch a break or two along the way to try to win one of those games and we'll talk about the predictive records in those and what it means for their overall success and we'll kind of go three games at a time and put three games in each different category so let's get right to it let's start with kind of the slam dunks right the games that if the Rams are going to win let's say you want to win 11 games okay if you want to go 11 and 6 it's very likely in a playoff spot 12 and 6 is very likely going to win that division and certainly if you get to 13 forget about it you're off to the races at that point and uh, you, you know, you're going to win the division. You might be competing for a top seed or, or maybe a, a second seed along the way. So let's kind of talk about three games that feel like slam dunks, that feel like they absolutely have to put this thing in the bank, that these are games you have to win. And, and it's, it's funny, and, and we'll talk about these as we go through it as well. There are all, there's, there's almost one game every single season that you would bet your car that your team is going to win, and they don't, right? That's the, that's, honestly maybe the secret sauce of the entire nfl i'll go back a couple of years ago the rams were desperately trying to make a playoff run and they're getting the new york jets who hadn't won a game all season long it's late in the year and they need to beat the jets who are terrible they lose that's the nfl right even though the same things or the certain things uh feel like a lock they they very rarely are but here are three games that i think they absolutely have to win the first one i want to talk about is week two against the atlanta falcons it is at its home it's at sofi stadium and it's going to be coming off the heat they're going to have a nice long week leading into it because of course they open up thursday against buffalo week one they do not play that first weekend and then they play the following sunday at home against atlanta Atlanta's bad. Atlanta is probably going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Atlanta is not going to win their division. Atlanta might not win five or six games. They might not win three or four. They're going to be a bad football team. They got rid of their longtime quarterback. They are in full rebuild mode. This is not a team that's expecting to win. This is not a team that's expecting to make a lot of noise. You have to put it on them and get that what hopefully would be a second win, but potentially could be a first win, depending on what happens against Buffalo in that opener. You have to have that game. Okay, coming up about a month after that, week six, also at home, also an NFC South opponent and a team that just made a big acquisition or at least a big acquisition as far as uh, media noise goes, the Carolina Panthers. 
Carolina comes to the Coliseum. Maybe it's Sam Darnold. Maybe it's Baker Mayfield. Who knows? But this is another team that is not expected to make a whole bunch of noise, that is not expected to compete for that division. This is a game that the Rams are going to have to put into that pocket. This is a game that if you lose that, it's like, hey, something is not right here. Obviously, there are extenuating circumstances to all this stuff depending on health and, and a variety of other things, something bad call. I mean, we, we know it when we see it, but what it can't be is one of those games where it's like, wait, that was just a football game and the Rams lost to Carolina. They need to put that Carolina because if you can't beat that team, if you can't beat a team that, by the way, they, they fall into the classic pattern of if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. And I think that's where they are. They have Sam Darnold, who, uh, unfortunately, who I really like, and I was hoping he was going to have a nice career. I loved him at SC. I thought he did a great job. Really, the only good year that Clay Helton ever had as the head coach there was because Sam Darnold was terrific. Uh, went to the Jets, got poisoned by them. And, and I don't know if you can ever wash that stink off completely, but he has not been very good in the NFL. Baker Mayfield is average, right? When he's good, he's slightly better than average. When he's not very good, he's pretty darn bad, and he's not very good very often. So I do not think that that's a game that the Rams have to sweat. And then finally, another home game. No big surprise there. These are the slam dunks that we're talking about. Week 13, Seattle back at SoFi, right? Seattle is the the bottom of this division. They gave up on Russell Wilson. Bobby Wagner is here with the Rams. They lost their arguably their best defensive player along the way. This is not a team that's expected to make a lot of noise. The Rams can put three wins in the bank as you look at the schedule right now. Week two against the Falcons, bad team, got rid of their quarterback. Week six against the Carolina Panthers, not a very good team. They have two quarterbacks. Neither one of them is very good. And they drafted a quarterback in Matt Corral, so who knows who's going to be under center by the time that they get to SoFi Stadium in week six. And then finally, Seattle, Russell Wilson is in Denver. Russell Wilson is, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. This team is not the team that I needed to be. And he's down the road. The Rams need to go 3-0 and through there. So if you put those in there, now we got three wins on the good side. That, of course, brings us around to the other side, which is these games that could go either way. The toss-up games, that's coming up next on Locked on Rams. But first, let's talk about Dave, right? Let, let, let's be honest with each other, right? We've all found ourselves at one point or another where we're a little low on funds and you need to get to the end of the week, the end of the month, something pops up, you need to take a trip, you got a car repair, we know what it is, right? That's where Dave can help. If you are living check to check, if you're struggling to get to the end of the week, the end of the month, it can be a very stressful and difficult time, right? When you're not, especially when something unexpected comes up, Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to put gas in your car, which is an unbelievable expense right now. Maybe to buy a gift that you're going to a wedding, something that you just didn't have to to budget for at any given time, or maybe you just need to catch up on your bills. You can catch up on those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups, and there's no interest, and there's no credit check needed. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from the future you. Here's how you do it. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. And the future you is going to thank you. 
Okay, so we did the games that you have to have. Let's move to the next games that could go kind of either way, right? And, and as we talk about this, I think if you can get through this two and one, you've done pretty well. We've already got three and oh with our slam dunks, right? Now we're in the toss-up category. If you can get through your toss-ups two and one, awesome. You're in a good spot. If you go through one and two, it's not the end of the world. You can, you can deal with one and two and keep it moving, and you're still on track for, for the goals that you have for the season. You lose them all, and now all of a sudden you're in a little bit of a weird spot. You, you win them all, well, there you go. There's one in the bank that you probably did not think you're going to have. So which are the three games that could go either way? These are and What we're talking about here is, you know, you could play well and lose. That, that's basically what we're talking about, right? That you could have a game where you could play a good game your quarterback could play clean. You don't have to turn the ball over. Your defense doesn't have to give up any big plays. And at the end of the night, you lost 28 to 24. It could be, they're good teams. The team on the other side is saying the exact same thing about the Rams, right? Let's start with what I would argue is the most obvious one of the bunch. The opener against the Buffalo Bills at SoFi Stadium week one against Buffalo. This is the team that's the favorite to win in the AFC. This is the team that's one of the favorites to win in the NFC. This we, we were a, 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 an overtime rule change away potentially from having this be the Super Bowl matchup last year. We saw the Rams go to Buffalo and deal with Josh Allen a, a couple of years ago. Not an easy team to deal with. Not an easy place to play. Not an easy team to play against. And Josh Allen has really kind of elevated himself to another level as far as those guys that even if you have a lead against him, you don't feel entirely safe. And like I said, you don't have to play poorly to lose that game. You can actually play pretty well and lose, especially week one. You know, the Rams don't play anybody in the preseason. That first game is the first time that you're going to see everybody that's available to play together at the same time it's the first time you're going to see Aaron Donald in a football game and Jalen Ramsey and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and all the players you know Joe Nopum is probably not going to play much in the preseason if he plays at all so put all these pieces together that's the first time you see it maybe they're not quite clicking the way that you would like them to I think that's an interesting game I think that one could go either way let's move to the sex that one's at the week one of the season let's go all the way towards the end of the season and I hate saying this because it feels like we do this every single year. And I'm talking about the opponent here. Week 17, they play the Los Angeles. Let me remind myself, the Los Angeles Chargers in week 17 at SoFi. The Rams will actually be the visiting team. There will be a lot of Rams fans in the house, obviously. So it's maybe it's a 50-50 crowd. The, what, what, what I don't like about this is that every year it feels like, hey, 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 hey. This is the year that the Chargers really figure things out. This is the year that the Chargers finally put all the pieces together, that they don't have bad luck, that the coach doesn't make bizarre decisions, that they finally just let the talent that's on this team do its thing, and they win a bunch of games. Feels like that, right? They got Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams. They've got Khalil Mack. They already had Bosa. They already had Herbert. They already had Keenan Allen. They already had Derwin James. They got a really good team, but they always kind of charger it up. That being said, I really do feel like this is an opportunity for them to have a really productive season. It's going to be late in the year. It could mean a lot for the Chargers. It could mean a lot for the Rams. There's only one more game after the fact, and this could be an absolute must-have it for both sides, which means that it's a toss-up game. Again, I'll, I'll say it again. When I'm talking about toss-up games, I'm talking about games that you could play well in and still lose. 
right? You could have a day where Matthew Stafford throws a few touchdown passes, where Cam Akers runs for 80 yards, where the defense gets all over Justin Herbert for periods of time. But at the end of the day, you look around, yeah, I mean, 31 to 28, we didn't get it done. It, it could easily happen. I think that Charger game goes into the toss-up game as well. Now, like I said, I do not like saying that because the Chargers are one of those teams that always sucker me in to think that they're going to be a halfway decent team or a really good team. And they end up being, well, none of those things, right? So that's game number two. Game number three, this one, I I almost put it in the slam dunk. And then I said to myself, well, hold on a second. You can't put it in the slam dunk because the quarterback on the other side. Talking about Tom Brady and the Bucks. This is kind of right in the middle. We have one at the end. We have one at the beginning. And we got one right in the middle. Week nine, Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, right? Okay. So why did I almost put it in the slam dunk category? Because the Rams beat the Bucks. A lot, three times in a row with Tom Brady. They they have beaten Tom Brady in Tampa three times. And and, and other than the divisional playoff game where Tampa made a, a really nice comeback and made it very very tight at the end, an incredible ending. Of course, you know the love of the game route, the whole thing. Jared Goff goes into Tampa and beats the Bucks and Tom Brady. Tom Brady and the Bucks come to SoFi last year early in the season, and the Rams just put it on him. It was not close. And even in that divisional game. The Rams were the better team for, I don't know how many games, 60 minutes in a football game, right? They were the better team for 55 of those minutes. They had a terrible run in the second half where they turned it over, where stuff when Jalen Ramsey got burned. But as weird as it sounds, Tom Brady does not scare me the way that he did when he was in New England. When they were going up against him and the Patriots in the Super Bowl a few years ago, it's like, yeah, something weird is going to have to happen for them to pull this thing out, I think, because Tom Brady just finds a way to win these games. And he did. It's a very different dynamic in Tampa. That being said, it's Tom Brady. That's why it's in the toss-up category. That's why I think it's it, – look, if Tom Brady has a day, you lose, right? And Tom Brady has a lot of good days. Now, he's 748 years old, so maybe those days are coming a little bit less uh, frequently. But I still think that that's an incredibly challenging game and a game that really could go either way. So how do they go through those games? Week one, Buffalo at Sandy – at Los Angeles in week 17, and then at Tampa uh, in week nine. I think they get two of those. They're going to lose one of those games. Those are three really good teams. Two of them are on the road, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost two of them. I'll give them two and one. So now we're looking at five and one in those six games. The three slam dunks, we're talking Falcons, Panthers, and Seattle, all those games in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. And then you got the toss-ups with Buffalo, Sandy – LA. I'm just going to call them San Diego. We all know that they're not in San Diego. We can put the disclaimer there. I'm calling them San Diego. And then you got Tampa. So we're five and one, which brings us to the next category, which is you're going to need to catch a break along the way. That's coming up next. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, which are over, and Major League Baseball as well, which we are just about at the halfway point. And good thing you didn't listen to me about the Angels, right? Told you that that was going to come apart. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Okay, so we have the slam dunks that I think they're going to go 3-0 against the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Seahawks, all those games at SoFi Stadium. The toss-ups, which we have Buffalo, San Diego, L.A., and Tampa, two of those on the road. Uh, they do get the Buffalo Bills at home. So I think maybe two and one through there. Even one and two, you can kind of tolerate along the way, which brings us to the final category, three games that it feels like the Rams not only will have to play very well, but they may have to catch a break here and there. They may have to get a turnover. They may have to get a, a, a call that maybe bounces their way. Maybe something that you don't exactly expect. Not that it's impossible for them to win these games. Not that they just can't go out there and beat them, but we're talking about very good teams and all three of these teams away from SoFi Stadium where the Rams have had a great deal of success. But when you look at some of these teams, you're talking about some of the best in the NFL. Let's start right here. Of course, you got the Kansas City Chiefs week 12 in Kansas City. I know Tyreek Hill is in Miami. I know that the Chiefs are going through a little bit of a transition, but it's it's nothing like a, a rebuild or anything like that. And here's what they do have. Here's what they have in Kansas City. They have one of the most impressive home field advantages in the sport it's late in the year it's week 12 the weather could be a factor that's something that the rams just don't have to deal with on a regular basis and they got patrick mahomes and andy Reid on that squad uh, look have they had some weird ones along the way sure they have can the rams win that game yep they beat them at the coliseum in one of the great monday night games of all time but this is in kansas city weather could be a factor and mahomes and reed are those guys so if they can go in there and beat the chiefs that not only is a nice win that could be a win that kind of sets you up for some very special things along the way because that's not one of those ah well you know it's the nfl then everybody will be geared up the chiefs are going to be ready for that game the Rams are going to be ready for that game. Everybody's going to have a lot of juice in it. And if the Rams can find a way to win it, that is a very, very big deal. Same exact situation brings us to the next game on this list, right? Not just a team that's very, very good. A team that has an incredible home field advantage. It is late in the season. And weather could play not just a part of it, but maybe it's the story of, I don't want to say every game, but most games late in the season at Lambeau Field. The weather is a big deal. The, the The Packers and the Rams will play week 15 at Lambeau. It is going to be cold. I, I've been to Lambeau Field. I went when the uh, Packers and the Carolina Panthers played in the NFC Championship game 10 million years ago. Uh, I was at that game. It was about eight degrees. It was miserable, super fun, but unbelievably cold. I can't imagine having to play a game in there. And I know Matthew Stafford has been in the NFC North and played a lot of games in Green Bay, played a lot of games in, in cold environments like Chicago and Green Bay and places like that. I get it. The rest of the Rams have not. The Rams are indoor cats. They're really fast. They're really good. And L.A., even in December, is 71 degrees. I think that if they – and the Packers are the team that have really kind of been their kryptonite, right? What were we talking about at the end of the season last year when the Rams went from the number two seed and they dropped all the way to the number four seed? And you're thinking, well, great. Now you got to go to, to Lambeau Field. And then the 49ers ended up doing them a favor and taking the Packers out. Game ends up back in Los Angeles. The Rams have not had success there. Now they go back a couple of years ago, the regular season doesn't work. You go back a couple of years ago in the playoffs, it doesn't work. We got Aaron Rodgers beat by the Rams uh, in the Coliseum a few years ago, but that was a big fumble at the end where the special teams made a huge mistake. The Packers, even with Aaron, I'd rather play Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs in Green Bay than in the regular season in the Green Bay. So I think that is, is one of those. And then this one, I think the Rams are the better team. I think that the Rams are going to finish with a better record. I think that the Rams have proven that they've at least cracked the code to a certain degree. 
but I'm talking about the 49ers and I'm talking about going up there week four against the Niners up at Levi stadium. The Niners just know how to play the Rams, right? Then we look, the Niners are a good team. They were in the NFC championship last year. They're going to be a good team again this year. I think Trey Lance will probably be okay. And if he's not, by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be there. I, whether they trade him before then or not, it's certainly possible, but it doesn't seem likely. The Niners know how to play the Rams. They just know how to do it, whether it's Debo or whether it's George Kittle or whoever. They just seem to have some sauce that matches up really well against L.A. And I would be surprised is maybe too strong of a word, but I would be really pleasantly surprised if they were able to go into San Francisco and win that game. Not because they don't think they're better, just they don't do that. They haven't done it, what was it, five, six times in a row they'd lost to him until the NFC Championship game. I know that, you know, sometimes once you finally beat your big brother or older brother or your rival or whoever it is, that it comes a little easier after that. Not so sure about this one. There's a matchup component to those two teams that favor San Francisco. And it's nothing you can put your finger on exactly, but the Rams have just not played their best football against the Niners. So let's say you go one and two there. You go two and one in the middle. Okay, so we're three and three. We're six and three if you take those three games at the beginning. And now you've got got nine games there. You've got eight games left. You're six and three. You got eight games left. If you can find a way to win six of those eight, now you're at 12 wins. Five of those eight, you're at 11 wins. You just need to, and, and those are the games against teams like the Raiders, the Broncos, your divisional games, the Saints. These are these, you know, anything could happen, right? I don't know if they're easy games, hard games. Those are just the randomness of the whole NFL. But if they can get through those three pockets with what I'm saying, that's six and, t- uh, excuse me, six and three. Maybe it's seven and two. If you catch a break along the way, you go two and one in those final two categories, or maybe you ace one of them and go three and oh, but just as likely you're probably going to go one and two or own three in one of them. This is what I'm talking about. Those are the three pockets of the schedule that I think are going to make a break that Ram season. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Rams. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on NFL podcast, our national NFL experts and insiders, keeping fans dialed in with the biggest stories and latest news from around the league because an offseason does not equal a break in the action. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked on Rams' house.